0: Senior two views. Welcome back. Is to back.
1: A, welcome back to another episode. Of course, it Senior is. two views. What do you expect? Let's get straight into it. Uh, you can go first. Were you surprised that Nadal and Serena were beaten in the U.S. Open?
0: No, no, not at all. I mean, I mean, I don't think it should be surprising because both Nadal and Serena are older. Uh, Nadal just came off like he had an abdominal issue. He strained. He had abdominal tear during the last, uh, during Wimbledon. That's why he ended up not finishing. Mm-hmm. And Serena was, you know, this was her farewell tour. So yes. I didn't think she was going to make it to the final. I thought eventually she was going to get bounced. And, you know, I think it's the passing of the guard within tennis, I think, for both players. I mean, obviously Djokovic shouldn't play for obvious reasons because <laughs> he doesn't want to get a shot, so he do not get the play. So now it's still even between both the Dow and Djokovic. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, here's my thing, right? The sports world, like everything else um, in this world, is is always evolving and is always changing and is always progressing. I I don't think this is any different. I mean, it's, it's the same. It, it's the same mode of progression. Players will come, players will go, but and players get it, old. Yeah, players get old. They, we, <laughs> Especially tennis human. players. It, they uh, get old. The most undefeated athlete in human history. Is Father Time so? Yeah. So that's just that's just my thing. We we're gonna Nadal's probably gonna retire in the next couple of years. Uh, Serena's going to retire. He's already gonna retire uh, by all accounts. That's it. So um, this is probably it. Uh, in the last twilight of seeing some of the greatest tennis players of all
0: time. Right. So, but then you see the 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 transition. Right. Yeah. So Naomi Osaka. For example, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Alcaraz, Carlos Alcaraz, who who moved up now is in the in the championship. And by
1: the way, that that slog fest of a five set tie mm. break today yeah. was
0: unbelievable. Of course it was. And that's the, what you see is the younger tennis players coming up now and, and you know, moving in. The issue has always been. From a United States standpoint, is they don't have a champion. They had the guy who played against Alcaraz today.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so that's their like their best hope going forward. But, well, it, you
1: know, w- moving forward, um, tennis needs to um, it needs to make it more accessible for um, more kids to play. Mm-hmm. Like just like um, the reason why basketball and football are so um, dominant. And even ice hockey, because they're so um, they're more accessible for kids to play. Mm. Tennis needs to be that. Yeah, it, 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 you think about uh, football or soccer in the United States. Mm-hmm. That's it costs around for pay to play. It costs around two thousand to five thousand dollars for kids no, no, no. to play. You that, know that? That's yeah, ac- yeah, On you average, looked it up? yes, it needs. You did? To, uh, yes, it. That's like. That's on average, it costs that much for pay to play in the United States. That's why the U.S. has sort of been ho hum with yeah. its soccer in recent years, mm-hmm. especially losing to Trinidad. So, um, in any case, um, moving forward, U.S. tennis needs to be more accessible to bring through some new talent. But yeah. we're we're witnessing the the last gasps of the greats.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, the next next question. We just had our first Thursday night football game. Mm-hmm. Um, within the NFL, which team seemed to control the first season, the first regular season of football game? Is this really even a question? <laughs> Buffalo, all the way, like,
1: like—is this even a question? Josh Allen looks like a man possessed. He was unbelievable. Mm. Like he—he he might well be the the new age Jim Kelly, and I'd go as far as to say he might. When it's all said and done. He might well end up being better than Kelly. that That's how much I put, how much stock I have in Josh Allen. He is, like, the way he combines his elite running game with a pinpoint passing game mm-hmm. with just a cannon of an arm, mm. just he's the new wave of quarterback. He's well, the new
0: wave. I had to go back and watch because I was that keen to watch. The last, last year's semifinal, uh, fantastic game between the Bills and the Chiefs. The semifinal where, you know, Allen scored, marched down. The Holmes marched down. Everyone's scoring, yeah? And that was enough for me to be sold on Josh Allen. Because yeah. he was just pinpoint accuracy. And so, yeah, we knew in control of this game, it was the Bills, there was a bit of almost like a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, because you know the Bills, I felt wanted it more. Yeah, they wanted it. They wanted to make a well, statement. Well, they're, they're on a mission, mission this year. They're on a mission. They made a statement. They wanted to do it. They wanted to be the ones to say we're here, and and that came through in the game on yeah. every phase in every phase of the game.
1: Yeah, it, it really did. Um, a lot of people are jumping on the ramp saying, oh, they're going to be pretty, they're not going to be as good this year. It's but, only week one.
0: No, I mean, it's Let's just exactly. Wait. It's only week one, and it's hard, you know, and, and there are things they have to address in that game. Matthew Stafford got mashed around like a rag doll. Yeah, girl. that O
1: line is. He got it, is that O line
0: suspect, and Especially someone. without Andrew Whitworth. And someone find out where Allen Robinson was because Cooper Cup was getting all the passes, and they weren't distributing the ball, I think, enough to everybody else. Everybody looked a little bit suspect. Well, how is Allen Robinson supposed to get separation
1: I know, I'm when you are depleted, you have a depleted offensive yeah, line? Yeah, I was so. just
0: looking at the game wondering, you know, it was – Cooper Cup getting most of the receptions. That's sort of keying up defense, keying up on Cup he
1: has, he has yeah. better footwork than Allen Robinson. He's more agile and he can get away from um, defensive backs easier than Allen Robinson. Yeah. Allen Robinson relies more on his strides, whereas Cooper Cup is more crafty. He has the he combines the intelligence of a of a slot receiver mm-hmm. with the catching and speed abilities of a headlining receiver. Yeah. That's what makes Cup so dangerous. All right,
0: next question. So to tie in with that. Your next question. Mm-hmm. If you look at the next question, mm-hmm. which is
1: what? Um, are you okay with predictions indicating that the Super Bowls are going to?
0: Uh, oh no! Uh, the well, Buffalo Bills, Bills are going ugh. to reach
1: the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, sure the, the NFL, NFL would
0: love multiple
1: Super Bowls just of, for money. Well,
0: the answer is yeah. I mean, look, in New York especially, the way things are, you know, you need something, and why not be Western New York? Because yeah. The other two teams, they match up with the six other, the, the four other teams, and they stink. Okay, Jets, Giants, Texans, Jags, Bears, Lions—six teams that you would never say Super Bowl in the same sentence because yeah. they're not going to be anywhere near there. So I know that there's been rumblings from the Bills mafia, the fan base, saying, "Oh my God, you know, we don't want that, or we don't want that kind of pressure." This is a really good team, and what does football want? They're really tired of the teams. Chiefs. They want somebody else on the come up. Yeah. And the Bills are that team on the come up. Yeah, they truly are. They they've been so
1: close for the last couple years. Right, so close. Right. And they've lost to the Chiefs both times when right. it mattered.
0: So, but the Chiefs went through the same thing yeah. in 2018 yeah. against the Patriots at home. Yeah. The pass interference call questionable led to the drive.
1: You mean no, you mean the you mean the, uh, the Um, roughing the pass. Roughing the passes, sorry. The pass interference
0: call the in the Rams. uh, Right, sorry, yeah. And then what happened? They marched down the field, and then what happened? They lost. They lost, yeah. Well, that was in OT. OT, but they Um, lost either way. And that would have been hard. And they whined about
1: the OT OT calls. And as I noted after the bill, when I changed my opinion on the whole Bills losing in the AFC divisional game, guess who voted against? uh, Kansas City put forward... uh, Rule changes for the overtime of rules after that. Yes. Guess who voted against that? Buffalo. Yeah. Irony. Yeah. So and the the overtime rule changes um, this year may be a little different, but and in any case, the Bills are ready. Uh, I don't think Bills Mafia. You need pressure. Great football teams need to go through pressure situations to get to Lombardi.
0: That's what. That's well, just how it is. The pressure will be. I think for the Bills just to maintain that energy now because they they beat the Rams. I think mm-hmm. people were a bit, you know, maybe surprised by it. I said the Rams were going to win. I was wrong. But now, I mean, it's their division to to win. Period. It's their division to lose. It's their division to lose. Yeah, yes. right. So they have to, they should be able to beat their other teams twice. They should yes. be able to beat the Dolphins twice, beat the Jets twice, beat the Patriots twice. They're 6-0 to start. They should sweep that division. They should sweep they they that should. division. They so, should. we'll see.
1: Moving on. All right. You go for this one. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> which name, like, which name, st- actually, biggest takeaways from this past weekend's college football opening weekend? Um, so, you know, I'm not a big college football watcher. Yep. And what do you think? i um, Hey, I think the narratives that um,
1: that it's going to be the same teams every year aren't, like, completely invalid. No. But you see different teams starting to build up their programs and starting – like, Georgia, like, well, for the past couple champions. of years, they're the defending champions. Hmm. They built up their program. It wasn't too long ago where they were sort of mired in mediocrity. Mm. Um, it, it's more about, to me, the – the contenders and who's going to be um, who's going to be the spoilers
0: hmm. to the Bama um, Georgia show. So I think the takeaway would have been uh, LSU losing because I think there's been a lot of you know what thrown at um, the coach's way. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, been yeah. a lot of you, you know he left Notre Dame, left it behind to go to LSU. Felt like LSU was a better place to go. Left to go there. And now you have a situation where, you know, he's not, you know, Brian Kelly just needed to understand the fact that, you know, there's a lot of expectation now in LSU. It's not Notre Dame. And so losing that was sacrilege, particularly for a ranked, you know, a team that's ranked. Yeah. And so, I don't know. For me, college football is all about the coaches. Because they're the ones who get paid the money, not the players. Well, there are. Players get nothing.
1: There are amazing prospects that come through into college. Well, we know that.
0: And it all comes from Alabama. But because those prospects go to the big schools, those big schools well, make the big money. schools know, that's what have it is. enough
1: money to throw it amazing facilities. Of course, because of all the money is to come.
0: Yeah, but it's all the money being thrown into yep. those programs. Those, and a lot of these places, don't have pro team. That's their pro team. Yep. Alabama doesn't have a pro team. Alabama that's their pro, have team. A pro
1: team. Louisiana doesn't. Well, they have do. Pro
0: team. Do they? No, oh they, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. But New I'm Orleans. talking about Alabama.
1: Alabama doesn't have. You know, pro Bama
0: team. doesn't have anything. That's that's their football equivalent. That's that's like that's their football. Mi- that's Mississippi a, doesn't. have That's a pro their. Team. You know, it's either Old Miss or Mississippi State. Yeah, that's the, the Egg Bowl. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Next yep. question. You have next right.
1: one. Uh, moving on, we have which named starter likely to get benched, Mitch. Trubisky or Geno Smith? <laughs>
0: Which one? Um, I would say it's going to be Geno Smith, but I think I, I honestly believe that I know you don't like Mitch Trubisky. I don't yeah. know why. There's a lot of vitriol and hatred I don't, towards Mitch, I, Mitch no, Trubisky. No, no, I don't know no, no, why. No, 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 I don't. I don't hate, understand. I do not
1: hate Mitch Trubisky. You do. I do? No, 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 I don't. I think I think he's an all right quarterback. He's I. He's right. I'll give it a hyphen. He's I. Right. But it, for me he was um he wasn't as good. He wasn't that good coming out of college. Okay. Um he was projected to go maybe in the fir- probably most likely in the first round. Yeah. But he wasn't projected to go top 2, which is where the Bears stupidly took him. If he fell to Probably the late first round, Uh we'd be looking at him as a a good quarterback. But I think his starting record fools you. I think he's a good quarterback, Uh but he needs a really good system around him. I'm not sure if the Steelers have the best system, but in any case, Geno Smith's going to get benched
0: first. Well, I think he's gone to the right system. Because, look, as much as people are slurping Kenny, uh, Kenny Pickett, He's not going to be thrown to the Wolves in the first games. He won't. No, no, They're no. They're playing no, the Bengals to start with. I mean, by all accounts, you're talking maybe the Jets in week five. If things get that sketchy for Trubisky to start with. If. That's a big if. And that's who you'd go up against if yeah. you're going to go against and bring a rookie quarterback in.
1: Well, he's behind a really, really young offensive line. Which isn't
0: that great. Probably probably the worst O-line in all of football. Well, I will tell you this. Mitchell Drabisky has a winning record as a starter. He took the Bears to two playoff appearances. Despite the fact that your boy, Matt Nagy, was coach. And so, I will take the fact that he would have went anywhere else. And he's going to give Mike Tomlin a chance. And Mike Tomlin, once again, don't get enough credit for being the coach he is. Dealing with Antonio yeah. Brown and all that crap mm-hmm. and all everything well, else. He he,
1: he, he was. Uh, let's not talk about the 2018 season because he chose not to address all of that drama. It he doesn't chose matter. To close his ears, he still has a
0: winning ahead. record. He's never had a losing record as a Steelers coach. That's and it gonna, won't happen. If you think that happened? That's that going to end, end this. Year. Really mm-hmm. bold statement. Very bold statement.
1: Yeah, that that's going to end this year um,
0: I I just don't see okay. the Steelers Having a winning record this year so, I don't Yeah, and so Geno Smith Yeah, no I think that Geno Smith uh, Is just a replacement The lesser of two evils Because Drew Locke pooped the bed During the preseason Drew Locke throws lots of picks Okay Alright, moving okay, on Moving on uh, Who you got for Monday Night Football? Hawks or the Broncos. Ooh. Interesting when it, it's a homecoming, isn't it? It
1: is. Um I've got I've got the Broncos. Like <laughs> it's is this even a question? I got the Broncos. You got the Broncos. Yeah. I got the Broncos. Broncos country, let's ride. Um, I, uh... <laughs> in my for me it's it's like the Broncos just needed a quarterback. That's the only thing that was holding them back. Mm-hmm. They needed a better offensive scheme as well. Pat Shermer was not going to cut it. And as someone who's a Giants fan,
0: watching Pat Shermer coach. Was Pat Shermer the-
1: Was at one player? point. At that was one well point, Years ago. Be, it, before Ben McAdoo. We know
0: that. Pat Sherman was after Ben McAdoo. Before, after? Yeah, not okay. before. All right. But Pat Shermer was on the Broncos recently? He
1: was. Know. Last season. Last season, okay. Before he got fired.
0: Okay, again. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna say Broncos. It's gonna be bittersweet for the fans because if you're Geno Smith, you're gonna be thinking to yourself, what kind of night is this? National nationally broadcasted game. Yeah. Right? Nationally brought. You're there coming onto the field and they're gonna be there's gonna be a montage for Russell Wilson for sure. You know, bringing the championship home to Seattle. Yeah, they should have won yeah. two, well won one. Well he um, he has to understand that He's a franchise legend. So right. like Kamia River, right? And uh, the, the the Seahawks are gonna be really bad this year. They're gonna uh, lose, they're gonna lose all six games. Ma- maximum, They'll lose all six against their rivals. In maximum, the West. they're getting six wins. Max, six wins. Max, That's, that's, max. that's, 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 that,
1: that's me being generous. <sighs> well, I, don't, I think, don't think. they're gonna get I think they have got pieces, especially on the offensive end. They still got the the duo of DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. They've got a rookie offensive lineman in Charles Cross who's good at pass protection. Mm-hmm. They've got a good running game with Rashad Penny. Um and on the defensive end, you got the best in the nation known as Jamal Adams. You've got you've got some pieces but not a full puzzle.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: why they're going to get at maximum 6 wins and that's being nice. And the only way that's going to improve is if um they just end the Pete Carroll and Schneider era. I you think know, it, it, you know. I, it, it needs to come to an end. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I don't hate Pete Carroll. I think he's a great coach. I think he's a fantastic coach. But it's clear to me that the game has passed him by. Okay. And same with, same with Schneider. All coaches and GMs have expiration dates. So they should it, go together. It, all you need to look at is Spielman and Zimmer. I, know, I didn't hate, hate Zimmer before that season. I really didn't. But you could tell the game was passing him by with how he constructed his defense. The same is happening with with Carroll. Listening him talking about the past last season, that was just you couldn't have given like a more plain indication, plain English indication as to what's happening with the with the Seahawks right now. They okay. need a new voice in that locker room, and they need a new voice in the front office.
0: Okay. All right. Moving on.
1: Yep. A little concerned that the Mets have lost their first place status against the Braves. Half game, they take a half game lead in the NL East. Um, in in different years, I'd probably be uh, I'd probably be a bit more concerned. Um, if they completely blow it and they completely blow the wild card, I'm gonna blow a gasket. But right now they've got an easy schedule coming up. They
0: have the easiest schedule. They have the easiest between schedule. them and the Braves are the easiest one. But they, they, well, they, they did lose against the Marlins, yesterday. They
1: did lose against the Marlins, they and they they lost some cookies against the Pirates, yeah. which what the that hell? That shouldn't happen. Um, um, yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit weird at this, if point, they, look,
0: at this point. The Bra- look. It's not even about the Mets. Just the Braves are a good team. They are a good team, and they got hot. I mean, they were hot all most of the year. Yep. Most of the year. I mean, really, the the lead for the Mets wasn't that tremendous. And so... At one point, it was like... I think the, uh, the most it was was six and a half that's games. That's it. And that's, that, the six and a half games isn't a lot. At this point, if the Mets can hold and stay where they are and hover, you know, half game behind, overtake a little bit, just keep going back well, and they'll, forth... They'll lock up the wild card, but... I, I, I just, My only concern right now is not even... The first place issue, the other concerns like uh, Scherzer's out for 15 days. You know, he's uh, he he pitched the last well, well his it, last outing. He walked himself off. Well, I think this so. is a.
1: I think honestly, it's a necessary evil in my opinion. If you were to leave Scherzer out there, and if um if Scherzer were to leave himself out there, because he's dealt with dead arm before, he's dealt with discomfort mm-hmm. before, because yeah. he throws at such a high velocity, he's got such a um such a weird, a wicked delivery hmm. that he's going to put strain on his joints. Hmm. And elbows are finicky joints. Okay. So I take him taking himself out was good, in my opinion. Yep. It, sa- it, it saves him for a while. Yes, 15 days is kind of a blow in baseball, yep. but there's still quite a bit of baseball
0: left to play. Again, in the they have season. the easiest schedule. You just hope that they can just... Stay alongside the Braves. Look, as for and the Braves, have to worry about, yeah. as
1: for the Braves, I'll give them all the flowers in the world. Um, they've got some good pieces. Michael Harris, Spencer Strider have really come alive this mm-hmm. year, um, uh, and they've been looking for that guy who can solidify their starting rotation mm-hmm. because they've been rolling with a they roll they rolled with a ragtag group. Last uh, last playoff run without Soroka, mm-hmm. they went with uh, a combination of Charlie Morton and Max Fried and relied sort of on the the middle relievers of uh, AJ Minter and Tyler Matic, <coughs> um including uh, Huascari Nola coming out yeah. the pen. So and Will Smith as their mainline closer. This year it's gonna it's gonna be a bit different because I like Strider, but I in terms of the Mets. I, I want them to win the NLE so they can go straight to the NLDS and face whoever they gotta face. Yep. But if they blow the wild card, I'm just gonna I'll I will, right, I I will have to, no yeah, words. I don't want to think about that. I, I wanna think about no words. Right there.
0: No words. Okay, moving on. Uh next question I'm covering. Yes. Uh thoughts regarding Patrick Beverly's press conference the other day. Some context. Uh Patrick Beverly a new
1: L.A. Laker mm-hmm. um, was asked about playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis and said, they're playing with me. I made the playoffs last year.
0: They did it. Not paraphrasing. That's exactly look, what he said. Look, uh, it's not uncommon
1: for Patrick Beverly to say things like this, but uh, look, I don't think it will ruffle too many feathers in that locker room. I, I honestly don't. He's um, the only the only guy who I'd be a bit concerned about in that locker room with him and Beverly is obviously Westbrook because they've had their history. But other than that, I I don't really see
0: anything out of this quote. But what do you think? I look Tra- Patrick Beverly is what I'd call a lunch pail guy. That's who he is, right? Blue mm-hmm. collar doesn't he does a lot of he does a lot of things very well, but not a not. A lot of things great. But as I said before, when you when he's on the opposite when he's on your opposition, you hate him, but he's on your team, you love him. Mm-hmm. He's an irritant. Yes. He's look, that statement was just out there. Yeah, you know, it's just it him. You know, it, was. it was. It was funny. I thought it was laughable. Um but interestingly enough, Russell Westbrook was there. He was the only one there. He was in the press conference hanging out with him. So whether or not that's a PR move to say these guys are all right. We'll, that will remain to be seen. It mm-hmm. will remain to be seen whether or not that's going to be something that can deflect from everything else and whether or not Patrick Beverly can well, give the, them some defense. Here's the thing. Everything th- else. They're both
1: very headstrong individuals, Patrick, Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook. They're, they're going to be competing, competing for, for starting point guard minutes. And in, in the, the past, Westbrook, Westbrook hasn't, hasn't really been kind about sharing his starting point guard minutes Paging Mr. What was his name? He's on the Clippers now. The looks like Bobby Schmurda. I I forgot his name. Ah, crap! He had the beef with him on um, OKC. No, Uh, uh, I can't. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Okay. Okay. And Reggie Jackson wanted to be the starting point guard, and the locker room sort of faced him out, and he got traded as per his wish. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Two then, then that, that was two headstrong point guards. I wonder how this is going, going to fare, considering all of their history. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, let's move on.
0: It doesn't. At this point, it won't matter because that's that's the least of Darvin Ham's problems. <laughs> <laughs> Looking across and seeing Anthony Davis in street clothes, that'll be his own thing up with. Yeah. All right. All right. Go ahead. No, it's your turn. Is it? Yep. Um.
1: No. Yeah, I, I. No. 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 Should, okay. Aaron, uh, should. Should Aaron Judge win, win the MVP? Will the Yankees be in a better position to re-sign him? He's having a contract year, which, which is a year. It's, say, it's, it's a year, year, all right, mm-hmm. saying, screw you, pay me. Pay me. And he's chasing Roger Maris' record, and I think he will get it. Because he's hitting bombs nearly every single day. That he, At this point, he might violate the Geneva Conventions. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ba-dum-bum. I think, uh, what, do what do you think? think? Do you think <laughs> they will be in a better position to reset uh,
0: him? Yeah, because if he's if he gets the nod for AL MVP, uh, if he surpasses or matches Roger Maris' home run record, that makes sense because he's a Yankee and he's doing it as a Yankee.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they have money. Lots and lots and lots of money. Yeah. He turned down a seven-year... Two hundred something million uh, offer earlier this year, so obviously they would probably offer more years with more money and more incentives. You're not gonna let Darren Judge walk away. He's he's a California guy. I don't see him going back to California yeah, no, and no. being stuck on the Los Angeles Anaheim Angels <laughs> with, Tron- with with Trout and Rendon. I don't see that. They don't have well, money. Where's he gonna play? i he's I'm just not I'm, I, so I, the don't, field. I just threw that out there just in case Arnie Moreno had some ideas, right? Well, he's, he's selling the team anyway. Right, so it doesn't matter. I, I think the Yankees are in a better position to re-sign him because of that. If he gets the AL MVP and surpasses Roger Maris's record, yeah. it makes sense that it would happen there. I don't think he wants to leave New York. I believe that he'll get the money he needs to get. Yeah, he'll get his money. Yeah. All right, moving okay. on. Um, Will the new rules to start next season Next season, sorry, in the next season, baseball season, prove things. So the new rules next season will they improve things for the? For so the, the game? new
1: rules, uh, for in case you haven't you haven't heard, there will be a pitch timer, there will be widened bases, and the big one, shifting is gone. Fielding teams can no longer shift. Which, look, um, first of all, pitch timer. Um, I think if it works in the minors, I think it could work here in the majors. I think so. Um, I think it speeds up the game in a non-artificial way. I think it I think works. A sort of artificial way, but not really. I, in a roundabout way. I think it works. The widened bases definitely gives more chances for base runners. Um, the shifting is kind of a weird issue to me. Um, there's been a lot of teams who have thrived off of Aggressive shifting. Uh, think back to the 2021 Mets. Lindor sort of had a tough year with the stick, um, but he came into the Mets system where they are aggressive shifters, and he at that time was a known anti-shifter. But he had some great defensive metrics because he's like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna conform to the system, and he had some really good metrics because of their aggressive shifting. So I'm just wondering how this will affect teams it will definitely um, decrease injuries it'll definitely uh, decrease um, uh, like base ba- base running uh, gaffes or injuries or something like that or concussions it it will do that but I just wonder if I don't know if baseball did this for to protect the players or they did this to um, improve. Hitting and on base percentage. My guess is the latter, because uh, I don't really see their hearts growing three sizes to protect the players by banning shifting. Like I don't, I don't really see that.
0: Hmm. All right. Um, the pitch, the pitch timer. I get it. They've tried it. They tried it in AAA. It was obviously effective. Will it reduce some of the times of baseball? I don't think by much. Because you still got to deal with foul balls, and if someone's going to foul the ball off fifteen times, you're going to be throwing to them fifteen times. So I don't think that's going to change anything. If the pitcher takes the foot off the, you know, off the, you know, off the mound during a attempted steal, that's going to stop things. I don't know if that's necessarily going to bring it down tremendously. You know, the games are long, but baseball's a long game. We yeah. live in Australia. Cricket goes on forever. It, it goes on, on for multiple, multiple there's days. There's no stoppages here. It, it goes on for multiple right. days. So. I'm not sure. I understand the idea of the shift, but I also think that's a disadvantage. Because if you know a player has a propensity to hit a certain way, you play that way. I don't know if necessarily that is a fair thing to say. You can't shift anymore. So, again, I would agree with you that it does it is about the on-base percentage and averages if you're saying you can no longer shift to the left or right even though that's where the player is going to potentially hit.
1: I, I just don't see um, I and I don't know if it'll decrease injuries by that much. It'll definitely decrease injuries on the bases, in the outfield.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm just it'll, trying to. It'll definitely put a lot more, more strain on the outfielders. I don't understand the whole. I mean, the infield shifting is 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 one thing, and the outfield shift the same thing. You're going to shift based on the tendencies of the hitter. If the hitter hits opposite field, you're going to shift. In, in in that desired location. Once again, as soon as I saw this, I'm
1: like, I don't know if baseball did I, I don't think baseball did this. I firmly believe that baseball only did this to add, to boost up hitting. Because they want to make their game more marketable. But here's the thing, and you can you can ask the France family of the Na, of NASCAR fame how that how this went for them. This is business one oh one. Don't chase a clientele that may or may not care for you with cheap gimmicks while abandoning your core clientele. Which is what baseball has been doing for the past couple of years. Mm. Abandoning their core clientele with knee jerk decisions. Especially with the lockout, between the um between the unwritten rules, between all the all the like Stupid checks for right. um, substance abuse, okay. uh, foreign substance abuse, and it's not drugs. It's like sticky hey, stuff yeah, on pictures for, for anyone that, that doesn't know. know. Okay. So I just, I can't believe that baseball did this for the good and health
0: of its players.
1: I can't believe that. So I can't. We'll
0: I see how I, these I, rules play out because I, I just I think, can't I don't it. think that, like I said, the thing about the timer for me is I don't think it's going to change or reduce the times that much. Moving on. I don't know.
1: I I just can't see them doing that to to protect players. But moving on. N R L finals. uh, We've had some great games so far. We've had three game. We've had three games already. Mm -hmm. Last night, Panthers Eels in the first qualifying game. Uh, How the N R L finals or playoffs or postseason structure works. So it's McIntyre system. Yep, one through eight. one through eight, top four plays in uh, two qualifying games. Mm-hmm. The winners of those games go straight to the preliminary or the semifinal. Mm-hmm. Um, they go they pass the second round. The losers of those games in the top four, they go into the elimination games. Mm-hmm. The, the bottom four of the top eight, they, they already they're already in the sudden, the sudden death. They yes. play out sudden death games in the elimination finals. And they, and they go, go second round, third round, and then, then the grand, grand final. Yeah. So, uh, in the last night, we had Panthers Eels in the first qualifying final. Mm-hmm. Panthers took out that one. I just think the Eels were decent. Uh, they made a lot. They made too many mistakes down the stretch. Mitch Moses went off. He was really the only thing that was sparking them. Mm-hmm. He got taken off due to a HIA um, head injury assessment. And uh they sort of checked out after that. that was and the it. Panthers it ran over. riot.
0: But it, it, but in that game the Panthers experience came out. Oh so yeah. The they're guy, defending yeah. they're defending champions. Yeah, so their their experience showed they were able to handle the pressure, even scoring a try one man down. So oh that, yeah, that they were short handed, yeah. So the next game we have, we had was, two today. So two we, we had two tonight that we just watched. Two tonight, yeah. One, one of them was, was a sudden, sudden
1: death. death. Yes. 5 against 8 Melbourne Storm versus the Raiders. Raiders the Canberra. Canberra Raiders um it was a it was a shocking upset the Raiders beat Holy the cow. usually evergreen storm oh
0: well 28 Champions to storm. 8
1: yeah and they did it in pretty like surprising circumstances the storm just got in their own way in my opinion yeah, they, they got in their own way they did. They, they they played well enough to win the game, they didn't take their chances enough. No, they 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 played well enough to win the game. They didn't take enough chances, and they kept making mistakes, which Canberra capitalized every single time.
0: Yeah. Um, for the Storm, it, it kind of marks the end of an era.
1: Oh I yeah. I kind of think Many that players... this is sort of.
0: That's it. This was Ma- the pinnacle. Many players are Moving going on. to Redcliffe. They're not the going. A lot of them are free agents. Not going to be coming yep. back. Uh,
1: Munster's only got one more year of control beyond this season. Yeah. So next season will be his last guaranteed year yes. before he becomes a true free agent. Third and, Redcliffe, game. and Redcliffe, Redcliffe is breathing, is breathing down, down his neck. Yes, the third game was the second and final qualifying final between yes. two and three, which was respectively the Cronulla Sharks and the North Cowboys. Queensland Cowboys. Yep. Both young, gritty teams and it was a barn burner. For any NFL fans, think of um the game between the Chiefs and the Rams at Stadio Stadio Azteca back in two thousand eighteen, that high scoring Tecmo Bowl yep. game. Yep. This was essentially what it was for the entire game. Basically zero defense and it was ridiculous. Thirty two thirty. Thirty two thirty. Uh it went down to the final moments. The Golden Cowboys point. Jason through Jason Tomalolo, they got a last minute try, um, and it went into extra time. And how it works in the NRL: in in a regular season game, you go straight to golden point first to score any points wins. But in the finals, uh, you have ten minutes of extra time, um, and then if they can't split the teams, after then they go to a traditional golden point first to <laughs> score wins. Uh, extra time went by. Still couldn't split them. They went to Golden Point. Cometh the hour. Cometh Valentine. Holmes. Hit the game-winning field goal. Uh, two-point field goal from 40 meters out. Won the game. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys go to the preliminary. Uh, the Panthers go to the preliminary. My grand final prediction is Panthers-Cowboys. And as it stands, it's still there.
0: Mm. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll see. There's one more left to go, and it's the Roosters and Rabbitohs tomorrow. And we, um, Those local teams, it's the elimination final. And we're opposite, side,
1: opposite sides of that rivalry. I'm, I'm a, a Roosters fan. You're
0: a Rabbit. fan. the Rabbits. Rabbits will win tomorrow. All right, a couple happy birthdays and congratulations.
1: Happy birthday to Spider, Donovan Mitchell. 26
0: years old. 26, on a new team for the first time in his career. Hey, I think, you know, it, we talked about it the other day. He goes to a Cavs team where he's sort of a veteran at -hmm. 26 years old, has never not experienced playoff life in his years at at Utah, but now has a new lease on life in in Cleveland. Good for him. All right. Happy birthday to Kevin Love. His teammate. The thing about Kevin Love to me is
1: a lot of people, uh, including me, were only sort of introduced to Kevin Love when he was on Cleveland.
0: I mean, no, um, nobody knew he was on Minnesota's Minnesota. Was Minnesota. He, he was on Minnesota. Christ, no one knew. And it was a
1: terrible Minnesota team. No one he knew. he played elite ball on Minnesota. Yeah, but nobody a great, knew. He was amazing. That's like playing on Sacramento at the time. Right yeah. now. And nobody he, knows. he was incredible. But Minnesota were the furthest thing from incredible. They're they were dreadful. awful. They were horrible. Yeah, and they made knee-jerk, foolish decisions, mostly with David Kahn as GM, who, in my opinion, is the worst GM in NBA history. Okay,
0: congratulations, Walt Frazier. Basketball Hall of Fame, Kurt Gowdy Media Award. So, Walt Frazier's already in the Basketball Hall of Fame as a player, but now he obviously got one as broadcaster. He does a lot of Knicks games with Mike Green, Fantastic. Does his little rhyming, swooping and hooping and hipping and dipping. Yep. Congratulations to Walt. He's a great broadcaster. He is. He really is. And... Congratulations to the NBA Hall of Fame inductees, a few of them notable. Manager Ginobili, mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway, mm-hmm. um, Hugh yeah. Evans, referee, referee got it. George Carl, your boy. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, th- but there's <laughs> one person who I,
1: in that batch who I never thought would get into the Hall of Fame Tim Hardaway. Really? Listen, it's not about
0: anything he did on the court. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, we know what yeah, you're go. It's
1: because it. of his comments. I know, I know. From I know a that. long time ago, I when, know. when uh, for those who don't know, when John Amici became the first openly, openly gay NBA, NBA player, player yes. uh, Tim Hardaway made some pretty bad homophobic, homophobic remarks. Well, it didn't stop and, from getting out. Um, a couple years later, he acknowledges his mistake. He was at a. Uh, a gay pride, a LGBTQIA plus rally. Um, it was a fundraiser to um, prevent suicide for LGBTQIA plus youth. And he said that comment is going to haunt me for the rest of my life. I never thought he would get, get into, into the Hall of Fame because of that comment. Right. But it, and he, he addressed it when uh, uh, the, the media asked him about it, it when he got into the Hall of Fame. And he said basically the same thing. He said, it's something that I deeply regret, okay. and well, and that's, that's how, how I, I, he, that, that mentality he, I no longer
0: hold. That's how I grew up. Okay, but I have changed, and well,
1: I, tra- sure. I he's changed. I it wasn't
0: it wasn't about what he said. It was about his play on the court, and that's what matters. Yeah.
1: And I and his play on the court, he, he was, was a fantastic, fantastic point guard mm-hmm. for the run, run TMZ, TMZ Warriors TMZ and the Heat. Uh, he, yeah, and the heat, he, he, was was incre- incre- he was incredible. He was incredible. He was a great great point guard. Yep. As for Manu. Uh, in my opinion, he would have gotten into the Hall of Fame had he not, um, uh, uh, without all the NBA stuff because of, because of what he's done overseas uh, course, for Argentina. Of course, it didn't hurt. But it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. He was an incredible sick man. He sacrificed his own uh, his own bank account, his own status, to win championships. Mm-hmm. And um, even it, at some point, uh, Popovich said it himself, I reckon I reckon, uh, I, I reckon he, he wants, wants to, to take that sick man award and shove, shove it up, up my... Mm. Mm. Because he felt bad about playing him off the bench. But Manning just wanted to win, win and when he did. did. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I guess that's our show that's for our show. this week. If you come, come from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing once a week. Next week, we'll have a week, a full week one roundup of the NFL season. It's going to be interesting to see where each team starts and their, their starting, starting point. We'll see if, we'll see if I'm
0: right because I'm usually right. Obviously.
1: Things. Okay, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, seems legit.
0: Uh, we'll move further along in the
1: postseason push for the playoffs for the MLB. We'll move further along in NBA offseason. Yep. It's all here. Stay tuned.
0: Bye.